Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. G'day everyone, you've downloaded today's podcast. Well done, great to have your company. Really interesting show. Yeah, Abby was hungover for the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I so really last, was. Sorry it's about her that. last 24 hours of being 39 and yes. she's just ripping in hard. Huh. Yeah, and then tomorrow I'll go, Phew, my 30s were wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my 40s are going to be really sensible. Ooh, but no, I was 40, they say. interesting because of the, the 8 o'clock uh, chat, which you'll hear just about concussion. Yeah, I think um, a great conversation, uh, an interesting conversation, I should say, around headgear, mm. whether it does actually help in kids' contact sport. So we chat to a neuroscientist about that, Magda Shabansky. Yeah, from the weakest there. link. I'm um, having a good old chat to her. What else happened today? Heaps of other stuff. See, we, we've just been doing an interview with Lorna Jane, so she was a lovely chat. She's on tomorrow's show, but you know when you get to this point, you're like, what else did we do? We did a friend's sound test. Ah, uh, yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. That was really good. I couldn't answer any of them. Uh, just the last one. Two, I could do two. Mm. I could do the pivot mm. and the we were on a break one. Uh-huh. Those I feel are like no I've good. never seen episodes, even though I know I have. I just yeah. need to remember it. Mm, might not have seen all of them. Ran for a long time. See, I don't know them from the episodes. I just know them from people saying them all the time, mm. you know? And when people say it, like in your group of friends, if they say it, then you just sort of pick up those sayings. Mm. It's my mum's favourite show. Is it really? Mm. Mm. Uh, all right, let's get into it. In the middle of the podcast, two answers for tomorrow's Alpha Barks. Here we go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh, g'day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Well, it's his wife's birthday week, so he probably won't speak. He'll be sorely missed if he doesn't get her a gift. It's time to head to <laughs> Abby's house and Scotty Too Hotty for Trady Chat Tuesday. Oh, one of the greats. Okay. One of the greats. All right. Oh, great. Good one, Stabby. That was perfect. Thank you. Thank you very much. I will be disowned if I don't bring her home a present tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Tell you. She'll say she doesn't after want everything. anything, but we know that. <laughs> no, no after true. everything you guys have done, Shivs and Nick and everyone that you know, helped out with the party. I forgot to thank you all that night, so I feel a bit bad about that. So I thought I'd better do that oh, first okay. up front. Okay. Scotty wanted to get up at the party. He goes, I should have got up and said thank you. And I said, you 100% should have not. Because when you get up and do your thank yous. Um, I just want to remind everyone, you did, did. Scott. Yeah, I know, that's right. Don't you remember the, that? Honey? At the end of the night, he got up on stage yes. and he did thank everyone. And I was at the back of the room and I was like, yeah. I'll give him four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> And then I was about to go up, and I was like, oh, he's coming down. Good. He's All coming right, down, good, yeah. Good, good. No, I, I tried to keep it short and sweet, and I said, um, yeah, a few things, and that was about it. So it was lovely. It was mm. very nice. You said very nice yeah, things. Yeah, but I forgot I forgot all the behind-the-scenes people that did all the work, which I, you know, want to thank now, so. Oh, good on you, buddy. To get it all happening, you know what I mean? Mm. So, mm. Bartley and all the crew, you know, they know who they are. So, um, hey, yeah, I, so I also guys? believe from from that night though you're chasing a bit of a bit of uh, a bit of a prop up because you you did a great thing for the first time in your life. He didn't go to the casino. <laughs> didn't go to the casino. You know why I can't go to the casino? Why? Because people dob me in when I go out. <laughs> out. I'm getting <laughs> Instagram of like, oh look it was Scotty. There it was, and then the Abby's like. So, yeah, I can't get away with anything anymore in Brisbane. Uh, it's or even on the of Gold fame. Coast. I was down the Gold Coast and I got busted down there. But they were, it's a, we were talking about it, and yes, because they were like, oh, we're here with Scotty. But I don't think they – it's not like you're getting busted. They assume you're allowed to be there. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, if, you, if you went, can you please not take my photo? My wife's asleep yeah. and thinks I'm next to her. They'd the other thing that you might have to stop doing is saying, hey, I'm Scotty Too Hottie from the radio. You might know me from um, Tradie Chat no, Tuesday. No, that's not true, honey. <laughs> only, on, uh, only on some occasions. No, not. Okay, so the recent uh, two not. times you got busted was when you guys were staying at the Star on the Gold Coast. You all went to bed. The kids had gone to bed. Mm-hmm. You and Abby went to bed. She fell asleep. You snuck down, got busted down yes. playing blackjack. Yeah. <laughs> Someone sent a photo to Abby's Instagram. The other one was when um, you were at the Gabba. You were meant to be out on the field with your son playing, um, but it's a dry zone, so you were on the other side of the field having a beer, and someone took a photo and sent it to Abby. Yes, yeah. So people of Brisbane, please, can you just, you know, think of myself. Um, you know, Stop my happening. Lovely, but, you know. Mm. Just try and keep those photos to yourself. Please don't send them to Abby. You know? <laughs> so, oh, so they I can take them. I actually got a lot more as well when you were out on that boat cruise and you went to Howard Smith Wolves. Oh, yeah. And, yep, yep, yep. yeah, I got a lot of photos that day as well. Um, yeah, so I just want to yep. say thank you, really. Keep it up. No, 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 people, stop. stop. <laughs> the you problem you've got. I've got a wife, you know. I've got a wife and got three kids. I need a little outlet sometimes, you know. Yeah. No, totally, buddy. <laughs> I think the problem you've got uh, is the sisterhood, Scotty. Mm. Yeah. And they'll always, it doesn't matter what you say to them, the sisterhood is stronger than anything in this world, and the girls will always report back to Abby. I got tingles. Mm. What, <laughs> it's about, true. what about the brotherhood, hey? That's yeah, there's a few guys that sent photos as well. Oh, oh. well, they're dogs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so dog the boys. <laughs> they're like, Steph, I don't think they thought that he was in trouble. They're like, hey, is that Scotty? And I was like, yes, that is Scotty with a beer in his hand. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I, I tone it down these days, honey. It's not near as bad. All right, so. Just, except for yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yesterday was a lovely lunch. Yes. <laughs> I think we're going to can Wednesday lunch, honey. I think uh, we need a, a bit of a break. Yeah, no, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah. 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 Oh, you guys yeah. are going to go out for lunch for your we birthday. We were going to go out for lunch, and we realised we don't need that. No. no. Yeah. Well, you know, it's your last couple of hours of your 30s. You're just trying to jam yes, it all in yeah. before you mature on Wednesday. Mm. Yes. Right? Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Uh, well, Scotty, we'll let you get back to tending to those alleged children of yours, my friend. Thank you. Lovely Thank to talk you. to Thank you this you morning. Guys. Enjoy your rest of your day. There you go. And if you see Scotty out, he's requesting... Take a photo and DM me. No, he's saying, please don't send it on because there's a large chance he's not meant to be where he is. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I will bring you down, baby. I will bring you down to Chinatown. <laughs> I'm officially old, right? Mm-hmm. And well, you're still in your 30s. Till, yeah, I'm still in my 30s. Till but... midnight tonight, mm-hmm. you're, you're in your 30s. What time were you born, Jim? No, I don't mm. know, actually. No, can't I remember? That out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I see the light. <laughs> no, but I... I have been celebrating a little bit, right? And my beautiful mum came up from Adelaide because we didn't have a babysitter that wanted to look after my son, my youngest, right? All three of them were going to be there, but the youngest can be quite hectic if he doesn't know the people. Mm. Uh, so my mum kindly said, no, I want to fly up. I want to fly up and be there for the party. And I didn't realise because you guys had organised for me to stay away that night. So that's why she came up. But there's something about my mum where... Even though I am turning 40, I still feel like a little kid because yesterday we went out for lunch and my beautiful friends took me out for lunch and we said, Scotty and I were like, we're not going to be home late. Mm. You could do school pickup if that's okay, but we won't be late. 
That's your first mistake mm-hmm. because you you set an expectation, and also everyone knows when you make the statement we're not having a big one. Yep. The universe aligns, and a big one is had. And I had made dinner. I'd already made dinner, right? So, Mum, put that on. But I got a message from my son around about 8 p.m. Koa. (laughs) (laughs) My eldest, who's gone onto his iPad. He's got his own iTunes, so it's so funny when you see a text message come up from him. Um, And he's gone onto there, and he goes, when are you coming home? Nana's mad. What time was that? That was at 8 p.m. Right, lunch started at midday. And you weren't going to be out late. No, no, I wasn't going to be home late. And now I'm scared to see my mum because she, the kids were like asleep and she was downstairs and I'm just nervous. You know when you get that nervous, like you're going to be in trouble? Well, no matter how old you get, I think you always have a fear of your parents. Mm. Do you ever have a fear of your mum? No, but my mum but wasn't very strict. you smoke in front of her or drink in front of her? Yes, I would. Oh, right. Mm. But she's not strict. Right. My yeah, parents aren't even mm. strict. It's the judgment. Uh, it's the whole, like, I'm looking after your kids and mm. look at you. Here you go again. You know, on a mom, Monday. My mum would be like, it's only 8 o'clock. <laughs> you can do better than that. What sort of a kid do you think I is? You're not coming over. <laughs> See, there you go. You do yeah. get in trouble. Yeah, with yeah, your mom. Yeah, it's just yeah. the opposite. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Um, we, my mum's the same as yours. I'm not scared of getting in trouble from her, but she's got a judgy face. That's what mm. it is. It's the it's whole, a judgy like, face. Mm, a bit disappointed. Mm. So... I'm, if Esther and I, and we, we hate that we do it from time to time, we sneak a little cigarette, we will stand on our side balcony because it has a view, because we're up on the top of a hill, we can see the street down where mm. the roundabout is. So we watch, one keeps guard and mm. watches the roundabout because my mum sometimes just pops over. Mm. So if we ever see a car that's the blue colour of hers, we're like, stop them out, mm. quick! And then we're... Yeah, that works. Yeah. Rubbing toothpaste in because yeah. we're like petrified of mum's judgment face. Do you ever get over that? No. Like if my parents were eighty and you don't reckon? I don't. Th- I think you could be. Y- your parents could be in a nursing home and you'd mm. go to visit them and they'd you'd still be afraid they were going to judge you for what you were wearing. My father, my father-in-law is probably the the scarier one. Yeah, you would get scared. Yeah, I don't vape in front of him. Oh, don't you? No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. So you, you <laughs> what do you do then? <laughs> Go he doesn't say that room. he does here at work. Yeah, pretend tied. that he's not in front of me. Yeah, I've seen yeah. you vape in an airport, but you, <laughs> but you won't vape in front of your father-in-law. Yeah, nah. You should do it once. No. <laughs> would he say you? You do it. <laughs> no, I'll I can't. Do it. Okay. what would he say to you? I think again, just the judgment, the the look of the maybe if, even if they're not going to tell you, you just know that you've mm. done something that's wrong yeah. because you wouldn't have done it back when you were. Underage. No. So you therefore cannot still do it as an adult. It's that still thing where you're like, oh. Yeah. My mum also, or I don't know whether they do it like, because obviously my name Matt, Maddie's what everyone calls me. I know I'm in trouble. My mum drops the Matthew, Matthew. And she goes, Matthew. Mm. Matthew. Mm. She'll drag out the M. That's when I know like she's going to unload. What about middle name? Matthew Paul Acton? Does she ever do that? No. No, it's just Matthew. And I'm so scared that my mum will go, Dad wants to talk to you. Are you even more scared of your dad? No, I'm just scared of them both. It's that the whole thing. Team up. Your dad wants to talk to you. Mm. You go, oh, yeah, no worries. He's not scared. <laughs> That's equivalent what does he want to say? Did you know? Did he tell you first? <laughs> <laughs> just you tell me what you know, Dad. Mm. <laughs> Are you going to get it when you get home today? I don't. No, I'm not going home. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm a grown woman. I can do what I want. Yeah, that's a good idea. Sleep over at really... your friend's house one more night. Yeah, drag out the pain. Yeah, that that's not going to go down. I might be grounded, guys. I don't know. You might not be into work tomorrow. I might not be able to. Be grounded. <laughs>
Is anyone else out there a fully grown adult and afraid of their parents? That's what we want to know this morning. Catherine and Burp and Gary, you're scared of your parents? Well, yeah. So I'm um, I'm six months pregnant and I was riding my motorbike and my mum, being deaf, decided to FaceTime me at the wrong time. So she saw my helmet and lost it. Mm. Oh, no. So you're 28 years old and you're allowed yeah. to ride a motorbike whether you're pregnant or not. Thank you. There's no... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got you, girlfriend. What sort of things does she say, Catherine? Oh, well, she actually decided to spam text my partner and tell him to come and pick me up from the hospital because I'm not allowed to ride home from my oh, appointment. My oh, I love when you say spam text. What you mean is like there was 20,000 text messages oh. that just constantly came, yeah. Yeah, and then she asked me why he didn't reply and I read the messages the next day and went, well, no wonder he didn't reply. (laughs) Did you say your mum is deaf? She is. So when she she has to FaceTime you and do do sign language with you? Yes, she does. So so the thing is, that would mean too, she can go off her chops at you because no one can hear it. So she would have just been signing her little heart out, was she? She wasn't exactly, you know, child-friendly combo that time. <laughs> yeah. See, that's why I realised, Catherine, the poor thing, because you're always going to get FaceTime. So you, every time you have to get that phone, you generally need to, like, put something away or make sure that everything's decent. You need a green screen. And she always calls me the wrong time. Um, oh, why aren't you answering? I'll call back. <laughs> Again, we, I, we were quite uh, scared to tell um, Kat's parents that we got the scooter. Oh, because you wouldn't be allowed to... They would be worried about you being on a death trap. Mm. Mm. And their daughter on a death trap. Is that why you've sold it now? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, he sold it because all the girls were chasing him down the street. Oh, yeah, you know, the scooter. Well, they could have caught you. It's pretty slow. <laughs> That's why I had to sell it. It's too hard to explain yep. why all these chicks were hanging off him. No, this is why I had to sell it, guys. Uh, <laughs> we miss that scooter, don't we? Uh, yeah, Daddy? let's get him on for his next Yeah, birthday. it was pretty good. That was fun. <laughs> uh, 131060, guys. Uh, are you a fully grown adult and still scared of your parents? Kelly and Tanamera, you're scared of your parents? Morning, guys. Yes, I have a few tattoos and my beautiful mother has said to me, Mark, please get any more tattoos. So what did I do? Went and got the biggest one you could ever imagine all up my leg. (laughs) So what, you wear jeans in front of her all the time? So I hid it. I hid it for about six months. Or I thought I'd hid it. So I stayed over one night and I actually came out of the shower and just forgot all about it. (gasps) She just stared at me and said nothing. And I went to my room and I thought, what am I going to do? She's seen it. And I come out and I said, okay, so you've seen it, mum. And she said, Kelly, I saw it six months ago when you got it. You put it on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> Kelly, you idiot. <laughs> so she just wanted to let you sweat as long yeah, as... she was letting me sweat. I sweat for six months. I wore jeans in summer yeah. and everything. Brilliant. She's like, it's yeah. 38 degrees. I could tell you, but I'm having way too much fun. <laughs> oh, my God. She already knew. Oh, oh God, I love her. That is the best. Oh, there it you go. Good. Well, yeah. no matter how, how old you are, whether mm. you're 40 or whether you're 14... 
Your mum's judgment will always get you. Yeah. All Can right? you guys come home with me and walk in? You know, when you always wanted classic. your friends? Please don't leave me. Stay with me. Mm-hmm. They will yell at me less if you're there. But the problem is, I think your mum would be comfortable enough because you've got the friends yeah. that they won't yell in front mm-hmm. of and then the really close friends, those yeah. ones, they don't care. We'd be dragged into it. How did you let her do this? Oh, yeah, that's true. You do get those text messages, <laughs> yeah. don't you? Stab Abby and Matt. So if you've just joined us, you missed out on the fact that Abby uh, is scared to go home because <laughs> her Mum is there, beautiful Bevy, who's been looking after her children. How long did you tell your mum you were going to be out for? We just said not long. We said not long. We didn't give a time. We just said not long. So you were going to go out for lunch yesterday and then be home about 4 o'clock and you got home at 9.30. I, no, no, not 9.30. It was earlier than that. No, I don't know. doesn't matter. You're scared to go home to your mum because you know you're going to be in trouble? I know that you've got my mum on the line. I saw her phone number <laughs> pop up. Hey, mum. Yes, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Really? Again? <laughs> Again. Again? Why? What was the last time? The weekend? Yeah. Oh, it's, no, yeah. no. Weekend was fine. Didn't see that one. That was okay. Oh, right. But I did text no. her when I got home mm. on yes. s- um, Sunday morning <laughs> to say that mm-hmm. we got, we, we're both at the hotel. Everything's all right. Yes, every, everything's always all right in the text. <laughs> and you know what? You know what? And this, nothing this is common? was all right last night. Yes. <laughs> I made sure she got home too on the weekend, Mrs. Coleman. That was so nice of you, dear. Thank it's you. Nice. Boys are always more responsible. She wonders why the brothers are the favourite. Mm. Anything you'd like to say to your mother while you're happy here? Thanks for calling. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it was just, it was this week and now we are going uh-huh. to settle down. Besides Friday night, we are going out. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm out with Matt yeah. on Friday night. Oh, good. Are you coming, good. Stav, as well? Excellent. What, you don't oh, want to look after us? Come on, Stav. She doesn't want yeah. me there, babe. No. No, no, no. <laughs> is she still allowed out on Friday, Mrs. Coleman? That's or a good is she... point. Oh, I've already told her it's mm. a quiet night Friday. I've texted her this morning. Didn't she tell you I that? Know, and she then... didn't. She's like, yeah. I hope you're not drinking on Friday night. And I wrote back mm-hmm. saying, but mum, it's the Moet Ball. <laughs> and I said, one will taste nice. Yeah. Lots more won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll look mm-hmm. after her. You can trust us. You can trust me and Stab. You know sure. that, Bev. Yeah, oh, definitely. What about Esther? Not so much? No, no, you you cannot trust her. No, no, I don't trust anything that girl does either. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Magda Zabanski. Magda Zabanski. She is hilarious. She's passionate. She's insanely intelligent. And an Aussie all-time favourite. Tonight, 9pm, it is on Channel 9, it returns, uh, and this lady is going to be hosting it. Uh, she's not the weakest link, Magda Shabansky. Good morning. Good morning, how are you? Now, I said this, I was like, <laughs> she's too lovely to be that mean old witch on there. I stood up for you and said, no, she's not. <laughs> are you, Thank you. You're going to be horrible? You. I mean, I mean, it's not the time for it these days, but I really loved, I really loved that show for that, it was... Look, I think this one is much more based on, rather than the Cornelia Francis and um, uh, Anne Robinson, this one is much more based on the US one, which was with Jane Lynch. They, they're doing a reboot there. You know, Jane Lynch, wonderful from Glee. Yep, yep. Um, and it's, it's based, so it's more of a comedian's take on it. It's a bit more playful. It's stern, it's authoritative. But it's not brutal. I was just watching then, and I was like, because you've played so many beautiful characters over the years, and Sharon and Kath and Kim, that you know Australians love you. But I was just watching them with the boys from Fast Forward. Um, 
Chanel mm-hmm. that you played? Because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. she yeah. wasn't overly yeah. nice. Do you remember her, Maddie? No, no, she wasn't nice at all. She was a terrible person. <laughs> she used to steal money from her, um, her, the, her work experience girl, Mylene. She was uh, terrible, absolutely mm-hmm. terrible. But um, and Lynn, you know, tired, tired, tired. I said, love. I said, Tess. yes. Yeah. She's not a very nice character. So, but this is not a, a not nice character. It's just a stern character. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, and uh, having a bit of fun with it along the way as well. I tell you what, that just made me think though. There hasn't been an Australian sketch show for so many years. We could really do with one now, couldn't we? Yeah, I, I, I don't know what the reason for that is. Um, mm. Many people have speculated, but. There really, you know, there really hasn't been um, something that's had that sort of longevity and that. I mean, Captain Kim is really the has had the staying power for mm. a long time now, which is also sort of amazing that that hasn't been supplanted by something else. But um, I'm happy about it. I love that people <laughs> are still watching it. I think it's a little different in the fact that now, like, if you go on something like TikTok, everyone oh, yeah. is mm. on there. You know, everyday people are making their own little sketches, mm. really, aren't they, about yeah, stuff in their lives? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, the sort of the audience is fragmented and the, um, um, the producers of content are exactly, it's just anyone can do it now. It's true, though, where you might watch something and everyone laughs, but now everyone's making sure they can laugh. <laughs> yeah. So it is true when you kind yeah. of go social media is sort of ruined those shows because it might be funny, but then after go, oh, wait a minute, one person be- has been offended by that. It was probably wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is a very different climate for, for humour um, and that's a good thing in some ways, but... But I think, you know, part of the appeal of this show, too, is that I think it's good if we don't take ourselves too seriously and we're not too precious. Like, that is part of the Australian spirit, that Larissa mm. King, you know, you can muck around a bit. Uh, the other thing is, post-COVID, it's just been great to be in a studio filming again. Yeah. You yeah. know, with all the crew and everything and everyone's just going, God, it's good to be in work, you know. Mm. So there's that element to it as well. We're, we're actually, um, we've been complaining, Magda, because we've been so busy this month with all fun stuff, parties and things like that, which just goes to show you can't really please humans, can you? Because, you know, <laughs> last year we're all like, oh, we're locked down. And now that we're one yeah. of the countries who are free, we're like, oh, I'm too busy. <laughs> oh. I know, I know. But that's human nature, isn't it? That is yeah. the human condition that it's never, it, you know, we're all Goldilocks, really. Too too hot, too cold, too you know hard, too soft. Mm. Never quite right. I just realised. Are you doing my voice? Because that's basically oh, what I've been saying. I've been busted, mate. <laughs> been busted. I've been busted. <laughs> Trouble in the ranks, I see. Yeah, I know, right? I know. Wait for later. You'll see the mean me what come out. Walk- what have I walked into here? I yep. didn't know that I was mm. going to be walking into this sort of you know bloody. Into trench warfare, jeez. Who would have thought that Magna would break this team up, yes. hey? Yes. <laughs> I know, right? I know. You would have seen that over the years, though, wouldn't it, in, in um, different shows you've worked on and things like that, where you walk into a situation you're like, oh, those two hate each other. This is going to be a long, bloody shoot. Look, I have to say, despite the reputation that it has, um, our industry people are pretty decent. Um, you, you, uh, anywhere when people work together for a long time, there's going to be issues, you know. But I hear stories that my friends tell me from working in regular offices and it's way more bloody. Mm-hmm. I mean, the power struggles that go on in offices and things is just like, gee. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of the time you're working with your friends too, which helps. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, you end up being like an old rock and roll band. You know, you have your issues, but you work it out. <laughs> Very excited to watch it tonight, 9 o'clock. It is a great show and we cannot wait to see your spin on it on nine uh, on Channel 9 and 9 now as well if you want to catch up on that. The Weakest Link. Lovely to talk to you this morning. Lovely to talk to you. And can I say, Stav, Abby and Matt, 
Goodbye. You are the weakest link. <laughs> I knew it. That is very rewarding. Yeah. I'll admit that. That's very good. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Really mean, low-rated reviews. Who hurt you? Yeah. <laughs> Who hurt you? Uh, the old review online. I would say 99% of people go buy them these days. I never really used to bother checking, mm. but now I do. You know I love a review. And I, when, I don't know if I can buy something if it's got bad reviews, because I always buy things on Instagram as well. You know, yeah. that swipe up, you're like, Ugh. Oh, you girls and are if, mad for a swipe <laughs> yeah. up link. Mm-hmm. And then I'm a sucker. If it's a five-star review, I'm like, oh, I need it. How many five-star reviews do you need, though? You need a couple. Oh, I, for me, I like it to be, yeah, at least over 20, I reckon. Right. All but right. then I'll, I'll read the one that says... One star. Mm. See, I will follow... I'll think reviews are more trustworthy if there are a couple of bad ones in there. So let's just say there's 20 positives and then, like, three bad ones. Then you know that they're probably not made up. Because it's easy to get... A five-star review. Well, what I like doing as well is you go into that person and then you can see the other reviews that they've made. Mm-hmm. So if they're a serial bad reviewer, you know they're just a Karen. Well, so you no, I just I go, oh, okay, well, they've gone to that place. All right, they're quite similar to me. They, Yeah. I will trust them. Because that's true. I probably trust all of them, to be honest. There are people who give me feedback in my life who I'm like, you're just a negative Nancy. Mm. So I'm not going to take on board that you didn't like that because there are just some people, you know, who love to whinge. Mm. But now I'm a bit worried about the review system. I'm not going to say the business or the product because I don't want to get into an argument with anyone here. (laughs) But Esther was forced, practically at gunpoint, Mm -hmm. to give a five-star review the other day. And it made me think how many people are doing this now. Oh, so when you buy a product and you get discount if you give... No. No. She bought something yeah. in a store, yeah. was asked by the salesperson, so it was a large purchase, to give a review. And she's like, sure, no worries. Later down into the conversation, she said, oh, by the way, I just want to show you something. Pull up your Facebook. And Esther's like, okay, okay, whatever. Pulls up the Facebook. She said, search up our webpage. Yep, great. Now click there. Yep, now click on that. So it brought up that salesperson. She said, oh, and now you can leave me a five-star review and a comment. Oh, while well, she's there. And then stood there mm. and watched. You can't do that. But would have she did? Would have she done five-star? I don't think it was. I don't think it was going to be one-star. But I don't think it was going to be five-star either. But you can't give a four-star if she's there. No. Because then she'd go, why? She's watching. I think I would. You she's would? watching and with then the phone open. Because you're looking at me. No, I say, I just feel really pressured to do this. No, mm. because I take my reviews seriously. Well, you know, Esther, she can't, she's not mm. good at that. I mean, she's a bulldog at work, I've heard. And she's a bulldog in the marriage. I get, uh, yeah, I, but, look, I'm big talking now, but I guess if the person was in front of me, I'd be yeah. the same. She's yeah. standing there watching and not even like, didn't even do what that comment thing. comment would you say? Well, did, she didn't even do that thing where, you know, when someone asks you, you've got to put in your pin thing mm. at, a, at mm. a shop. And then they look away. They look at, they turn around and put mm. their back to you like, mm. I'm definitely not looking. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely not looking. None of that. Stood dead bang at the screen and waited to make sure she clicked five stars. Oh, everyone wants on? to know where she was now. <laughs> Can you hop back on and change it after? I don't know. Mm. But would that even be worse then? Because I'm sure that that salesperson... Oh, you can never go back there, but I think that's worth it. What comments <laughs> did she say, though? I don't even Lovely know the Lovely service. Comment. I don't even know. She just said, yeah, great, great service or, or whatever. Gets to that stage, just go, you write it. Well, that's a, yeah. that's essentially what went on. Yeah, because I'm not going to give you. I can't give my honest opinion now. You just write whatever you think I would say. Yeah. I wonder if she's getting commission on it. 
Oh, for every five star review, she gets a. Well, you would have to, yeah, for every, you know, mm. review, would she get some sort of commission on. Yeah, you would have to. Should we? Otherwise, you wouldn't be so forceful unless she owns the company. No, just worked there. Should we do that? Go around town with radios and th- throw it in people's faces? What do you think? No, we, like to, buy, we like to buy them by giving away cash. It's very different. <laughs> yeah. than bribery. We do it the lazy way. Yeah. We take the company's money. Yeah, and then, and then we, we go, go, hey, if you listen yeah. to us, you can win cash. But imagine that. It's a good friendship. I like it. Like, I never give my rating either on the Uber until the Uber's driven <gasps> oh, away. Oh, you can't. Like, or yeah. the door's shut on my house, and then I'm like... Sometimes my, I'll give them the star the following day. My friend mm. will give a bad review when we're still leaving the car. No, they get a notification. It makes you can't me do feel that. so uncomfortable. Like, I haven't even, like, shut the door. Mm. And she's like, no, well, sorry, it was just one star. I was like, oh, my God, can you not? What's her rating like? You know? Well, that's I what... think she's okay, but does that mean that that person then can do it yeah. after? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because if you say I'm giving you one star, is it the driver's not going to be like, well, I'm giving you one star? Mm. I don't think they get it until they have given a review. Oh. No, but, but she's told them. So if you say oh, yeah, to someone, yeah, you're yeah, getting one yeah. star, mm. yeah, then you'd be waiting for ages. Mm. Anyway, guys, just be careful out there. It's a dangerous world <laughs> in the world of reviews. Matt, that was really good. Five stars. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. 10 grand tomorrow, the 26th of May. Here are two answers for Alpha Box. Peacock and Pavlova. Peacock and Pavlova. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Put the rule in there to protect the players. There's a drama in the background here. It is what it is. That's the, they're the rules at the moment. I've heard some people say it's not the game I remember and all that. Just calm down. It, we'll get there. The tackle zone now is such a, a narrow margin that the margin for error is great. Something had to be done about it. I get it. We were talking about with the NRL that the sin bin. Um, has uh, changed the game, people are concerned. And other people are going, no, 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 you only need to chat with um, previous football players for a small moment and hear them talking about Mm. the effects of concussion to realise it's something that needs to be done. But I'm in a bit of a strange place at the moment because my boys love football and they play football. And on the weekend, uh, we went to Wynnum to play because they play at the morning, so I went to win them. And half of the team, because now Finney's at an older level, half of the team there were wearing headgear. Because they've started tackling <coughs> they've started, year? Yeah, they've started yeah. tackling. But just, you know, with everything that you're seeing, I guess, in, in the media and a lot of these previous football players talking about it, parents are concerned. And they're saying that a lot of kids aren't getting into the NRL as much because parents are concerned, so they need to do something. And I was watching, I was like, now I feel bad that my son's not in headgear. Mm. Should he be in headgear and does it do anything? Because I've heard mixed reviews that it doesn't do, doesn't do any anything anyway. Well, it is an interesting point because some players will wear the headgear, mm-hmm. some players don't. I think it's it's a, it's a weird one at the moment, especially in the NRL where they've gone with it because their rules very hard and fast. Mm. Has so, it changed the game for you? Hundred percent changed. But it. does it matter? Well, I mean, I, if you're seeing it and you go, all right, well, if it's taking people. I would Out. keeping people safe. Yeah. yeah. I I mean I I think they need to find a happy medium at the moment. They've gone too far one too way so they can bring themselves back to a point, but at the end of the day, if it's going to stop even one player from developing, I think some of them are getting Parkinsons, mm. they're, you know, um having all sorts of brain issues, um dementia mm. at early ages, well then it, it's going to be worth it, isn't it? Here's someone who can give you all the answers you're after, though, because I think as a parent, when they have a kid who plays contact sport, they do wonder, am I doing the right thing by putting headgear on or not? Um, from Latrobe University, we've got Professor Alan Pierce. 
Tell us, Good mate, morning. The, uh, Good the, morning. the headgear. Is it a helpful piece of equipment or not? Well, the, the short answer is no, um, but I need to quickly explain. Headgear is good uh, to protect the skull uh, from fracturing and lacerations. You know, so you do see some sports where helmets are mandated, like cycling, for example, mm. um, that protects the head when they come off the bikes. But it's well known that helmets do not protect the brain from moving inside. So that's where concussion occurs, from the, the movement of the brain cells, disrupting the brain cells from working properly. That's what you see with concussions, and helmets don't doesn't stop that from happening. You, right. You're a neuroscientist and concussion expert. Is there such thing as a minor concussion, or it's all the bruising of the brain and can all have side effects? Yeah, there's no such thing anymore as a mild or moderate or severe concussion. Mm-hmm. What they're referring to there is symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually got rid of that uh, grading system back in 2013 because when, when they were grading someone with mild concussion, they may have taken months to recover, whereas someone who was graded a severe concussion seemed to recover within a few days. So there's no correlation between the severity of what they thought the concussion was and the recovery time. And even now when they talk about uh, so symptom severities, uh, they're only talking about the symptoms, not the concussion itself. Yeah. I've also heard, maybe you can um, say if this is true or not, that it can actually be worse to put your kid in headgear because they feel so protected that they actually play harder. Yeah, I, I call that the superhero complex. Mm. So not just for kids, but you know, adults as well, when they put on a headgear, they feel they're a bit more invincible. They'll go in maybe a little bit more carelessly because they think, oh, well, I'm protected because I've got a, a helmet. But opposition can t- also go in harder too because I think, well, my opponent's got a helmet, I can go in and yeah. really give them a, a takeout. And there are studies that show differences in the amount of force that is applied to the head when they play the game with headgear versus with, when they have headgear. No, no headgear, I should say. So I'm going to assume here that you agree with what's happened in the NRL with the crackdown. You think this is a great thing? Oh, absolutely. Um, and it was really quite interesting to hear Peter Blandy sort of say that they actually haven't uh, changed any of the rules. They've actually now just started to enforce them more strictly, mm. which makes you wonder what was happening before, before. then. Mm. Yeah, it is a hard one. And, and I think any contact sport as well. I know I really wanted my son to play rugby league. Mm. Um, he didn't want to because he saw me play one game and break my ankle, but that's another story. <laughs> um, but my wife was dead against it. And I think there's a lot of dads as well, but mainly mums out there who, I'm who really are really fearful, worried about it. If I'm being honest, because I, I mean, I want my kids to play sport. It's important um, for us as a family, and I know that they love it. But at what cost? Well, then you kind of go, yeah. I mean, I knocked my teeth out at ballet. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is a tough one. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Because if, I guess if you really want them to be safe, then they can't play sports. Yeah. We wanted to open up the phones here on 13 10 60 um, and talk about as, um, people's concussions that they've had and people's experience. Because one of the things we were getting told, there's football players, um, Professor Allen, who can't remember their wedding days and, and, and important things like that in their life. And that's a possibility too, right? Yeah, and, and a lot of uh, retired players, and not just at elite levels, but I, I test uh, people at club levels, you know, I get quite a few. That's quite a common thing um, That's that I'm, I'm seeing. Um, not everyone, obviously, but, that you know, a lot of the players say, that, oh, well, I forgot, you know, my kids' names and I'm worried because I forgot what happened on my wedding day or, you know, I played in three grand finals and I have no recollection of any of them. Mm. Um, and so this is what we're trying to understand and trying to find out is it related to their sport or is it just 
something happening in the getting older, you know, and mm. we have to tease yeah. this out. We, we can't just automatically assume that it's, it's relating to their sport. Um, but at the same time, we can't just dismiss it and downplay it and go, okay, well, we've got to, we've got to address this. And as hard as the research may be, uh, from a personal perspective and just trying to, you know, deal with people and their fears, um, we have to do it. Yeah. Well, really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for calling through. No worries. Thanks for having me on. Uh, the phones are open. Eliza. Hey. You had a concussion when you were 15. How, how did that affect you? That affect you. Well, I've spent the last 20 years since then with chronic daily migraines. Mm. And I get Botox injections in my head every three months now just to treat it. Wow. How did you, how did you, how did get, you, concussed? How did you get concussed? Uh, I was competing on a horse and the horse tripped and rolled over my head. Oh. oh, wow. That was the same with me. I got concussed in high school and then that's when my migraine started. Really? Mm. But the same symptoms. Do you still get them now? Yeah, but not as often. I used to get them like at least once every six months and now it's pretty unusual. Yeah, wow. Mm. Uh, Ivan's on. Hi, Ivan. Uh, hi, Matt. How are you? Good, buddy. <laughs> Tell us about uh, what happened to you. Uh, playing rugby union when I was 12, uh, went in for a spear tackle and the uh, opponent sidestepped and I hit uh, head first straight into the upright mm. and I lost 10 days. Of memory? Yes. Wow. Mm. So was it the 10 days after that you got foggy and couldn't remember or the 10 days before the concussion? Uh, I didn't remember anything other than uh, I woke up in hospital, neck brace, and then the 10 days after, nothing. Wow. At uh, a major presentation for Duke of Edinburgh Award. No memory of it. Still don't. Mm. Uh, other than the uh, photographs that were taken. Um, yeah, it was complete, complete fog. Wow. So, as what Stav's just said, I'd suffered with those headaches, uh, the ones that shut your eyes when you walk yeah. uh, for, for a long time after. Um, and really strange, the uh, the crane of my head gets really, really hot uh, when I get those headaches. Um, and they happen infrequently now, but uh, yeah, that was pretty intensive. So you would agree with a lot of what's happening in the NRL then? Uh, yeah, the, it's, the concussion is something that they've not really looked at. And um, with that kind of contact sport and the heavy hits, mm. it's... It's something that needs looking at massively. And it, um, it didn't overly put me off playing uh, union, but it really uh, made me hold back a bit on the tackles. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. man, it did. <laughs> Has oh, this, this you're, is scary. Because you're oh, worried about Finney playing and now that it's contact. Boys, you know, uh, play and you can just go just a knock to the head. And I, I guess I was freaked out after he got concussion when, you know, mm. that time. And I just go, is it worth it? And you want them to play sport. Mm. Uh, Golf. <laughs> you get hit well, in the head gonna... by a golf ball. Like, this is the... a lot rarer. A, a lot rarer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, what about but you? What there's... about with Roars if she wants to play footy? I would probably, it'd be one of those things for me, probably, I would probably let her, and then um, if she got concussed, I'd be like, no, you're out. That's mm, it. We're not yeah. doing that again. Yeah. Um, Carrie, good morning. Hey, guys. How are you? What happened with your brother? We're great. What happened with your bro? Uh, so, my brother, so my, I've got two cousins and two brothers that all played footy, like from sort of, you know, under sixes. Mm. Two of the boys went off to play NRL and the other two sort of got to Queensland Cup kind of level. Um, one of the boys, like, so they've all, they're all had injuries, you know, they've all had multiple results, 
so I, I could write a book on the mm. thing. <laughs> but um, the my my brother um, has had multiple concussions, um, but just bloody loved the game, so played and played. And um, now is a sort of in his early thirties, um, never doesn't have a headache, mm. just constantly on. Um, he's just going through more tests now. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that it's CTE. I, I'm confident with the different um, symptoms that he has, you know, constant headaches, impulse control, mood swings, depression, mm. like you name it, the kid's got it. And the one thing I've said to my daughter, she's 17, because um, I had two girls and, you know, if they wanted to play footy, I just would have said, hell no. Mm -hmm. And if, um, if they have boys of their own or even girls of their own you know, I've just already said to them just do yourself a favour do some investigation first mm. you know like really pick your sport based on and yeah that, it can happen in anything I get that there can be injuries in anything mm. but I, I, after watching NRL, like NRL Rugby League for the amount of time that I watched it and seeing you know what their bodies go through and then the pain they live through afterwards it's not just while they're playing the pain that the bodies have for the rest of their lives yeah it's full on mm. well there you go hmm. i think you were chasing to be uh i was hoping that it would be like headgear yeah no it yeah. solves everything that was what i was hoping no it's, it's something to take into consideration you just it's, it's really scary Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Testing. One. Two. Three. Testing. One, two, three. Sound test time, baby. This is to prove that you are the biggest friends fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, Semi-Eve of the reunion, the Eve-Eve of the reunion on Thursday. See, I, this is an annoying thing, though, Maddie, because I just found out that Stav was a huge Friends fan. When we went out one night and we found a fountain, I made everyone do the dance, and you seemed like you didn't want to do that. You said that I made you do it. Well, it's not... I'm, I'm a huge fan. I don't want to recreate the famous... <laughs> Any big fan would want to recreate it, right? <laughs> <laughs> In that the was... middle of winter. <laughs> Which fountain? Is there a fountain big enough in that Brisbane? That one there. Was that one there? Down, down the road. Oh, near, near our old... Yeah. 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 And it was a work Christmas party. So then I made everyone do the, the dance. There's usually <laughs> drunk people bathing in that. That was that us. Was us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do here is uh, we're going to play lines from the show. Famous lines. Your job is to finish them off. Yes. Now, you reckon, Stav, that any fan should know these. What? At least, there's at least three that you should definitely get. Yes, there's a couple of tricky ones in there, though. Uh, all right. Elizabeth, good morning. Good morning. Are you a big Friends fan, Elizabeth? I really am. I just finished putting together the Friends Lego set. Oh, wow, the Friends Lego set. There you go. <laughs> what is it, of the cafe is... or something? Yeah, it's a cafe. It has so much included in it. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> so many yeah. accessories. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and is there little, little Lego characters of, of them? Yes, yeah. Wow. All right, you're going to have to send us a picture. All we right. So, what is the diner um, called? Central Perk. Central Perk, yeah. So, sorry, without the tone. Central Perk. Uh, <laughs> so, Elizabeth, uh, yours comes from the episode where Rachel uh, tries her hand at cooking and she's in charge of the dessert for Thanksgiving. All right, finish okay. off this line. What is it? It's a trifle. It's got all of these layers. First, there's a layer of lady fingers, then a layer of jam, then custard which I made from scratch. <laughs> then raspberries, more lady fingers. 
Do you remember? And then mint sautés, sautéed with peas and whipped cream on top. I'll give you that, yeah. And beef sautéed with peas and onions. <laughs> and custard. And then bananas. And then I just put some whipped cream on top. Oh, pretty oh, good. Oh, Not bad. Yes. Good. Yes. Beef sautéed with peas. Nikki yes. in Camp Hill. Are you ready yeah. for yours? Totally. <laughs> All right. I reckon you'll get this one, Nikki. This is one of my personal favourites, a lot of people's personal favourites. And, in fact, a lot of the times if you're doing this activity, you just have to say these words. It's when uh, Ross is struggling to get a new couch into his apartment. Have a listen. Turn. Okay. Turn. Turn. I just don't think it's going to fit. Oh, yeah, it will. Come on. Up, 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 up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> pivot. <laughs> pivot. <laughs> we got Pivot. Shut up, shut up, shut up! <laughs> yeah, I remember good. that one now. Yeah. This is yeah. actually making me want to sit down and watch it all now. <laughs> I think everyone, when anyone moves house now, mm. they can't, even if you haven't seen that show, you, you still to. say it. Hibbert! Yeah. yeah, alright, so who we got now? Emma and Kalanga? Hello. Good morning. How, <laughs> scale of 1 to 10, how big a Friends fan are you? Oh, it's got to be at least a 12 and a half. Mm. Wow. How did you feel? <laughs> a, a lot of the relationships that go on were a bit controversial. I was never a huge fan of Monica and Chandler. How about you? Uh, in the beginning, it was a bit like, where's this going to go? But mm. once they got together, you kind of were completely over it, all over it. It was so great. Well, this is Joey keeping the secret of Monica and Chandler. Finish off this line. But hey, it's over now, right? Because you can tell them you know they know, and I can go back to knowing absolutely nothing. You know that I know that they know that I don't know. <laughs> See, they don't know that we know that they know. <laughs> so. Ah, uh, yes. The messers become the messies. <laughs> yeah, I reckon we'll give you that. Yeah, that was we'll pretty give you good. That. We'll give you that. Well yes. done. Yeah. Naomi, here we go. Good morning. Good morning, Naomi. Now, Maddie, you know this about me. This is one of my favourites. I do. I probably say this at least. Oh, this is his favourite <laughs> saying of all time. Well, one of, one of. No, you you create conversations just to say this. <laughs> no pressure, right? No pressure. No pressure. This is uh, Joey explaining to Rachel why it doesn't matter if she likes her assistant tag or not. So the big question is, does he like you? Right? Because if he doesn't like you, this is all a moo point. A moo point? <laughs> You finish that off. I know it. I know it, and I'm not thinking of it for some reason. I guess. No. Like a cow's opinion. <laughs> just, doesn't matter. It's moo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough one. Uh, what's the actual? What's the actual? Moot. Moot. A moot point. Moot. Mm. All right, Vanessa, bring us home here. You're a big fan of Friends. Oh, the hugest. <laughs> All right, this is an absolute classic. I think you'll have no no dramas with this. Rachel's getting excited that her and Ross are back together. I'm so nervous about it. I mean, my mom never thought this would work out. She was all, once a cheater, always a cheater. But if time was what you needed just to gain a little perspective. (laughs) We were on a break! (laughs) We were on a break! Coffee house. You bet. Yeah, no worries. Well done. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stab Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. 
I was doing a little bit of research uh, the other day because a friend of mine is single and we believe that another one of our friends from school has oh, not uh, not happy but has sadly separated <laughs> from his, <laughs> Good. His, his wife. Mm. And in a great turn of events, <laughs> a marriage broke up. But they, but they bumped into each other and he was. she said, oh yeah, I saw Ben, he was really nice. I was like, that's perfect. So I was doing a little bit of research yesterday um, on Instagram just to see how these kids are and you know, how upset he is and what's happening with that. So I thought it'd be nice to pair them up. But you know how kids just learn so much? Mm -hmm. And he, my son has obviously seen how many times I double tap on Instagram and he had my phone. Oh, no. And has just gone oh, through and tapped no. all these photos. Oh, so fellas. it's like from way back. Look at this. I'm, oh. I'm nearly single and now look at Abby. Can't even keep oh. married chicks away. I've only been single a week and a half and she's from oh, Look at this. She's at, she's oh. at 40. She's having a midlife oh. crisis. Would you? Yeah, look, look. I knew uh, she was came back in the yeah. day. Oh. <laughs> thanks. No, thanks. I just want to make a public service announcement. This one's mainly for my wife. Okay. I will talk about my lawn <laughs> with anyone at any time. And I'm at the point now, I don't bring it up. You don't want to bring it up anymore. I heard you're a bit ashamed. No, I'm not ashamed. But people come to me to talk about lawn. So for all the women out there who have partners who talk about their lawn, don't roll your eyes. Mm. It's bringing them joy. Right? Isn't your lawn not going well at the moment? Yeah, oh, it is in a bit of a stain. I got, I've had some fungus in it, so I'm, I'm spraying it out at the moment. Wow. It'll come good. It's like winter. Lawn's like a body, mm. okay? Mm. The winter mm. gets a bit... But then comes spring, you shave it back, and you see its true beauty. It will return. But all I want to say is... <laughs> That's why he only has get-togethers at his house in summer. Oh, yeah, yeah, no one's coming over winter. <laughs> Don't charge me for it. No, 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 I'm impressed. You know, all of Esther's work clients wanted to chat about lawn on the weekend. She was like, stop it, it's embarrassing. I'm like, they bought it up with me. Thanks. But no, thanks. You're a jerk. Thanks. <laughs> I was having a real tough night's sleep last night. Really bad. You know one of those ones where you feel like you didn't get any sleep at all? Mm -hmm. But I'm not a Jedi Knight and I wasn't fighting a hamburger, so I must have got some sleep at some stage. But as I'm just slowly drifting off to sleep, I was just about to get there. I was like, thank God, because I am exhausted. I just need some rest. Your high-pitched voice popped into my head saying... Isn't it weird that you have to pretend to fall asleep to fall asleep? And when you said that, I said to you... I only said that to you like three days ago. <laughs> yeah, but we've been thinking about it because we were like, that's interesting, isn't it? That's why kids can't fall asleep. Mm. But that's why now I'm going to go pretend to be asleep. Yeah, because that's what you do. You pretend to be asleep to get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's, that's life, man. And then I couldn't get to sleep. I'm just pretending. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help that. My wisdom comes into your mind at any time. Well, your high-pitched voice. You really are the sledges. <laughs> so thanks, but no thanks. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.